if you are this person who just likes to live on the surface level and never wants to take it too deep because of that fear that resides within you that if you care too much, you're going to get hurt. I want to remind you that it's better to get hurt and bounce back but still feel than to not feel anything at all. Hey, bestie, let's talk truth. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Your Bold Bestie. I'm your host, Veronica Schreier, and today we are talking on a topic that hit me like a truck while I was on the beach today, and that is the power of being present. And I knew I had to talk about this because I was curious, like how many people go to the beach and have the thought that I just had. And why did this thought arise? And what was that thought? So let me fill you in. I was just watching kids play and it just hit me like what a beautiful, perfect world we have where God has given us the ability to create other humans, little humans that walk around and play in the sand that They're born thanks to mothers and fathers who chose to bring them into this world. And I just felt this immense gratitude overtake my body. And I'm not a mom yet, but I know that one day I will be. And it's so exciting to just see the beautiful magic of creation unfolded right in front of me as I sit on the beach with my toes in the sand relaxing. And at that moment, I recognized that some of the most beautiful moments in my life unfold when I'm just being present and when I allow myself to see clearly because I choose to not let the chatter in my mind of the things that we have to do, of what has to get done. I'm not allowing that to consume me. And instead, I'm just sitting with myself and looking and being present. So, you know, it really, really teleports you when you acknowledge the things that God has given us. And it's in the smallest things that I find the most awe and We experience these things daily. And today I just want to talk about this idea of being present. Because if we could master that, we could master so many other areas in our life. So one of the things that comes with being present is gratitude. And there is so much scientific evidence backing up gratitude and the fact that it is great for our health, our physical health, also our psychological health. And even further than that, I mean, it could help you sleep better. It could help you build stronger relationships. So this idea of getting into a state of gratitude what once was just like, oh, you know, positive affirmations or just think positively and you'll have a better life. It's like now there's science behind it. So how can we get intentional about entering this state of gratitude? And as I mentioned, I feel like gratitude is easily accessible when you put yourself in a place where you're present. So why do some people have a hard time being present? That is a question that while I was sitting on my beach chair today, I gave some thought. And it hit me that when people run away from the moment, 
Oftentimes, it started as them running away from painful moments. So numbing the situations and scenarios unfolding around them. So we put up our walls and we have this protection mechanism, right? Maybe at a young age, you experienced some things that felt uncomfortable, that didn't feel good, right? So you disassociate. And I know some adults who sometimes you're just like, hello, are you there? Are you present? And it's simply because of that fact that they've just let go of feeling. And feeling deeply is oftentimes looked down upon because you think that you could get hurt and you think that, oh my God, if I care too much, I'm going to put myself in a vulnerable situation. But putting yourself in that situation of not feeling deeply actually robs you of so much life because in the opposite spectrum of the pain is like the highest form of happiness. And we cannot know immense joy if we have not felt immense pain because it is that pain that makes us feel so grateful for the joy. And the way in which it's all um, intertwined is actually very very beautiful and perfect. So, you know, I wanted to bring that up because for some people being present comes very easily and for others it's extremely hard. And if you're that person that you're like, I can never acknowledge what's happening around me, give yourself grace and just ask yourself, why am I so disassociated with the things happening around me? And, um, you know, The main problem with this, with this kind of lifestyle, is that when you disassociate and when you're not fully present with the people and things happening around you, it limits your connections and the depths of your connections. And, you know, some people are like, well, I don't need friends. I love the lonely life. Um, I'm an introvert, so I feel you. (laughs) But... I do acknowledge how important connections are because again, there's science to back this up. Humans need humans. We need to feel like people have our back. Most of our suffering comes from betrayal and from feeling like other humans have let us down, right? So clearly connection is something that is meaningful throughout this journey that we call life. So, you know, if you are this person who just likes to live on the surface level and never wants to take it too deep because of that fear that resides within you, that if you care too much, you're going to get hurt, I want to remind you that it's better to get hurt and bounce back but still feel than to not feel anything at all. And... um that's really deep, (laughs) what I just said right there, right? But it's really sad to me sometimes when I recognize like some people are not just living for real. So I don't know who this message is for, but if even if you know someone like this, like don't be afraid to be the one that starts the conversation of, hey, you know, we never have deep conversations. How do you feel? How's your life? How is your, how are your relationships? How is your childhood? This depth in uh, communication and in relationships always leads us to a beautiful place. And I noticed that my favorite relationships are the relationships that I've gone deep with, where we could sit and have conversations that are hard at times, um, but they 
have a purpose. So, you know, how do you learn to walk in awe of the world, right? I'm here telling you, I had this beautiful experience and guys, I experienced those things literally every single day. Um, I've made it such a habit to go to sleep. And, you know, if my husband goes to bed before me, just go to sleep in awe of the fact that God gave me such an incredible man. Or when I wake up and my dogs are next to me in my bed, just like taking in that moment and savoring it and just feeling so grateful. Um, And it wasn't always that way, right? So if you don't find yourself being in awe of this life and really reaping the beautiful benefits that come with living an extremely present life. Just know that like anything, if you put some intention and discipline into this practice, you could master it. So the first step, if you want to experience the beauty of being present is make a discipline out of it. So at what time in the day are you going to stop everything you're doing to just Thank God for what you have and really reflect on how good you have it. Because sometimes we're so caught up on the bad that we literally dismiss all the good. And it breaks my heart because I'm guilty of it too. You know, when we get so caught up on the little things, like for me, my biggest (laughs) stressor, I would say is probably messes. And there are times when I'm so busy with work that I don't get to clean the house. And then I'm just like walking around annoyed because the house is a mess. And sometimes I just stop myself in the midst of it and I humble myself. And I'm like, how amazing is it that you have an apartment that's so beautiful and it's got a husband in it. It's got two dogs in it. You have a business that's moving and thriving and you're working with incredible women who inspire you. Like the good always, every single time I stop to put it on a scale, the good always outweighs the bad. But when our habit has become to put the focus on the bad because it's loud, right? What's going wrong in your life, it's loud. It wants so much attention. And the good is humble. It doesn't need the attention. It just is. It's love. It's light. It's peaceful. So let's start a discipline. At what time in your day make a decision right now. Listening to this podcast means nothing if we're not actually taking action and doing small things that are gonna create big changes in our life. So is it in the morning? Is it in lunchtime? Is it in the evening? That's something for you to decide. And if you could practice doing it multiple times a day, hey, you're only gonna get better, okay? Um, I forgot who I heard say this, but Um, I was listening to someone speak once and they said, you know, I love when I'm just like walking on the street, like praying for people, praying for the lives of people. And that just like hit so deeply in my heart because, you know, we're so caught up and consumed in this one mind and this one body with our personal problems that we forget that there are thousands, millions, billions of people out here 
in this world every day experiencing different realities and some of them are going through really hard things. And something that I love to do because it grounds me is when I'm in public places, just start praying over the people around me. And that puts me in a state of gratitude because I know that there's a good God in heaven that listens to my prayers and, you know, knowing that I'm playing a part in possibly helping these people who are just walking around me, who are strangers, you know, and I'm blessing them as I walk around. So, you know, these little practices I've put into action throughout the years and every single day asking myself, how can I be more grateful? Because we are such imperfect humans. Like, I would be lying if I told you that I was all good because I'm not. I'm human and it's all about asking yourself, okay, how can I do better every single day? And gratitude never disappoints. So make that discipline. I want to know when you're doing this. If you want to start journaling, journal. Um, I Show me, DM me, tell me how it's working out for you. But guys, this is something so small um, that it's not going to work until you actually do it. The second thing I wanted to discuss was learn to acknowledge the magic and the small things. And you've, you've heard this. Like, I'm not, I'm not spitting new game here. I'm just giving you a reminder because we all need reminders. There are times when I tune into a podcast and they say the most basic thing, but it was literally what I had been missing that my soul just needed at the moment. So what are the small things? Guys, our senses. Can you see me right now? Are you on YouTube watching me? Can you hear me right now? Are you on Apple Podcasts? There are people that can't. There are people who go throughout their whole life wishing for the one sense that God gave you that you don't ever even acknowledge. And, you know, these small things are so big when we actually focus in on them. Another thing that just keeps me in awe are birds. And I know that this may be weird, but anytime I'm out with my husband and there's like a little bird, I'm always like, look at the little bird. And I don't think if he's ever caught on to just how incredible birds are in my mind, but the fact that there's this little animal that just gets to fly around and land on things and get up and go whenever it wishes to. It's funny because I used to be a runner in love and my husband used to say, you know, I've said this before, the song, she's a runner, she's a track star, she gonna get away when it gets hard. <laughs> Maybe that's why I look, I like birds so much because they just leave whenever they want to. But just the magic of this flying animal. Have you stopped to think about it? Have you stopped to think about your breath? And how many breaths you take daily. And the fact that the oxygen that you're taking in is keeping your body alive. The intricacies of the human body and the way that God created us and the way that we've got, you know, this beautiful mind that keeps us moving and going and our heart pumping and our breath through our lungs. And, you know, we're caught up with what someone thinks about you or what someone said about you. 
you know, and it's like if you just tune in into this present moment, there are so many positive things that are going to outweigh the small minor thing that someone who's hurt said to you to try to hurt you. And that takes years to figure out. And nowadays, when I can see how fast I bounce back from things that hurt me or people who hurt me or moments that are supposed to disrupt my peace, I pat myself on the back because I'm like, oh man, this is working. The discipline is working of choosing to be present. I'm not going to let things disturb my peace. Instead, I'm going to choose to anchor myself to the present moment and connect myself to God and thank Him for everything that I currently have in my life that is happening right now. Number three, give enough thought to the pain to find the beauty in it. So that's another way to be present. And one of the main reasons why we you know, decide to escape the moment and not be present is because we're living with some sort of pain and we don't want to look at it because we feel like it's ugly and it's sad and it's traumatic and the why me. But the beauty in this uh, pain that you don't want to acknowledge is that it comes with lessons and it's your friend and it can also be from God. But you need to acknowledge it and sit with it and be present enough with it to learn the lessons that it's supposed to teach you. So part of being present, you know, while everyone's trying to shove things under the rug, I want to welcome you and invite you to lift up the rug and look at what's under there and sort things out and look at the mess, look at the pile and just sit with it. And don't run from it because, you know, as I was talking with my husband today over lunch, it's like the most beautiful things unfold from the biggest messes in our life. So, you know, I want you guys to also have in mind the fact that we need to differentiate the story that's unfolding in our mind versus the story that's actually happening in real life. And when you're someone that has disassociated yourself enough from the present moment, you're living in a fantasy. Like the movie in your head is the reality. And this happened to me recently with someone that I was talking to, which I wasn't even talking to them because they could not accept the words that I was saying without giving the meaning to the point that I had to be like, we can't talk right now because like you're not understanding. And how many of you guys are living a life from that from that place where you've already created a story in your head. So even if it's beautiful here, it's so ugly. And this happens on so many levels. You know, this I've caught myself guilty of living in that reality too, where certain things that I saw that made me come to a conclusion just stayed and resided in my heart and just made me think about someone so negatively. And I prayed to God and I was like, Lord, rid me of this. Because if this person is bad or good, it's none of my business because you're the one who's going to fix them, heal them, or teach them. And it's not going to be 
me. But when we try and cling on to our story, it just brings about more pain and more destruction, more distance, more separation. And as I mentioned, you know, guys, I oftentimes preach from what I've gone through myself. And, you know, it's it's beautiful when you go through things and then you learn from them and then you're in scenarios with people and you could see it's like a reflection of the thing that you already learned and you're watching it unfold, but you have this greater wisdom because you went through the lesson and now you could be like, I love you anyways, because you totally resonate with what they're going through because um, you've lived it and overcome it. And I think that this is a very toxic cycle that I've seen so many people play out, which is the cycle of they have a story in their head and that's the reality. Although what's unfolding in the actual present moment does not align with that. Um, and it just causes pain. You know, so if this is you, reflect on the relationships that you have and the pains that you currently have. And is it really something to be in misery over? Or is it something that you can just make peace with and let go and anchor yourself to the now and create beautiful moments in the now instead of carrying with you that pain from the past? The past is is back there. Can we continue to walk forward, to turn the page, to create new chapters? You know, you cannot create a new chapter in your story if you continue rereading the past one. I see some people who they're 35 and they're still partying at the same places that we partied at when we were 18. And it's like, what part of that story can't they let go of? And what part of writing a new story are they so afraid of? Um, and it's usually, you know, the unknown. And um, the unknown carries some of the most beautiful, uh, magical new beginnings. So the unknown is the sweet spot. Um, and the un unknown starts with being present. Because think about this, what if you are in a new setting, but you're so caught up in your head, in your fear, um, in whatever is going on in your head, that there's like great potential around you, amazing people that you could meet, great connections. Um, but because you can't be in the present moment, those connections died without ever being born. How many times has the potential been directly around you but you are so in your mind that you completely missed the opportunity that had your name on it. I want to encourage you. Being present is only going to add to your life. And it's not just a little topic on a podcast. It's something that has the power to actually change your life. And, um, you know, something else that I want to add is we're living in a very crazy world right now. And I think that some people don't want to be present because it's like, wow, the news that comes, it flies at you at 100 million miles per hour. <laughs> but guys, God's good, gracious, beautiful will will always overpower the dark forces that are trying to make themselves known. Like, Sorry, God is God. Whatever darkness is trying to unfold here on earth, cool. 
try as hard as you can, but in eternal life, they're going to have to pay for that. So you get to choose what you focus on. And I love awareness. So, you know, I've got my telegram chat where I share news, where I share truth, all these things, but that does not rob me of my peace, right? I still go to my Bible every morning, or if I miss my mornings, I go at night and I go to God's word. That's me being present with the word that lives forever and not the madness that unfolds in this world. So, you know, I just feel like that's important to share because it is tough times. And I think anyone that has any sort of vision can say that out loud. Um, but don't let that stop you from acknowledging the small things. You know, we still have a beautiful blue sky and a sun that shines and a moon that also lights up our nights. So we just need to remember that. And, you know, every time we choose to be present, we choose to use our time more wisely. Because if you think about when you go on those scroller coasters, that's what my husband calls it when he hears me scrolling for a while. What's happening there? You're not present, right? So you get lost in just senseless, useless things like scrolling. And I think that when you make the active decision of, I want to be more present in my life, you're not spending time hanging out with people who don't bring you any joy. You start making more intentional decisions because you understand that this moment that we have right now is extremely precious. And also it brings you closer to God. Why? Because God can't talk to you in the midst of the chatter. When you're entertaining the fear in your mind, the anxious thoughts, all of this, how's he going to get through to that? It's too loud in that mind of yours. But when you allow your mind to settle down, the voice of God starts shining through a lot more prominently. And you start to have these beautiful thoughts that arise that are constructive to your life, these new ideas, this new creativity. And the last thing I want to mention, guys, is we have to recognize that the distractions that they've created in this physical world, they're intentional. And the reason why is because you know, the more present that we are, the more freedom that we have, and the more freedom that we have, the more powerful we are. And there are very powerful people in this planet that don't want us to know our power, that don't want us to express our full freedom and our, our full creativity, right? So having you scrolling on TikTok or scrolling on Instagram or spending your time on useless things is very beneficial to the people that are trying to be the gods of this world. So I want to encourage you to take your power back and recognize, you know, the beauty of this moment and the beauty of every single moment that you have on this planet. And it's almost like we take it so for granted. The fact that we don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow. Today and this moment is all you have. So can we start treating this moment 
like what it is, which is gold. It's precious. And this is a reminder for all of us, myself included. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Your Bold Bestie. Like always, if I spoke to you, if you love this, if this touched you, subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend, share the content. That is how we grow. And I'm just so grateful to be here and have this moment with you. So guys, I will see you next week. Till next time. 